Riley, when you were growing up, were there any like uh, seminal weird takeaways in your um, in your area? Uh, takeaways in the sense that like of food or takeaways in like, hmm, I didn't learn anything from this. <laughs> no, takeaways as in as in as in gen- as in fast food restaurant. Um Yeah, yeah, we had a couple of different takeaways like I know we'd, it's, we'd frequent. Like I know it's weird, for example, you guys don't have Burger King, you have Hungry Jacks. Yes, we do have Hungry Jacks. The the Awful. as we've discussed, Dennis, the place that uh, of all the places you would go to eat food, you shouldn't go to one that is run by a person who's hungry. You should go to Sated, Sated Jacks. Jacks. Yeah, exactly. Sated Jacks, exactly. Anyway, go on. No, I think I talked to you about this before. We're going to regale the listeners. We had there's a pizza chain in Ireland called Mazzoni's, and it's it's just a pizza chain. They sell pizzas specifically. They would sell calzone calzone deals that we would get all the time. Now, uh, just very quickly, obviously, we've got to. Whenever we do pizza chat on this podcast, we've got to talk about the Mega Wheel. Is this the place that does the Mega Wheel? This the is the place. So from, large, this is tur- the, this, yeah. That that was from Mazzoni's that we got that. <laughs> very good. So the Mega Wheel. Uh, for those of you just joining it for the first time, welcome. By all means, welcome. The Mega Wheel is a pizza that Dennis and I ordered one time the night before his wedding, mm-hmm. and it was so large he had to turn it sideways to fit it through a door. I did. It, it, was, it, it lived up to its name. Even for a wheel, it was very... Like, even if you put that against a wheel, like, wow, that is a mega wheel. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they, they, they're not messing around. No. But, um, anyway, go on. I grew up in Bray, and there was one of these in Bray. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a Mazzoni's. And we would go there often because we go out. There's, there's like a couple of clubs and stuff down by the beachfront. And uh, occasionally, <laughs> I've done the thing where I'm where you're at in a club, and you and a friend exchange lances. You go to Mazzoni's, you get you go you get you get a pizza, you eat it on the sidewalk, you go back to the club. And get, your friend's like, "Where'd you go?" And you're like, "Oh, we're just like in the smoking area or something." <laughs> and, like, nobody, yeah. no, nobody knows. Um, my friend James would often uh, go to Mazzoni's, order delivery back to his own house, and then ask for a lift, and got that done a couple times, which is a very impressive feat. But that that sorry, we're gonna have to spend a little bit of time unpacking that. Is this the same James who used to scam the casino that was just down the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, for those of you who don't know that story, uh, so this, the casino. L- yeah. Let me see if I can remember it. Okay. Well, the, so the casino, whenever you'd sign up for the loyalty thing, mm-hmm. you would get a ten euro free bet. Very right? normal thing for a, like a gambling establishment to do. Give you a free bet to get you play and get you in. Except they didn't track how many times you signed up for the loyalty program. So he would go in, sign up, put it all on black on the on the roulette table and then either win 20 or lose it all and then immediately withdraw the money that he won and spend it on beer. Uh, it was worse than that. Oh. Um, what did they, I miss? <laughs> for the first year of the loyalty program, they didn't have the technology to give you a free bet. They would just give you a 10 euro note. No. Yeah. So they didn't. Oh, so it wasn't like a little card that you go and slot into the machine. It was, it was like here later. Is ten, it was his ten euros in cash. Please go and put it on. Yeah, and James would walk in and be like, "I have a ten euro free," but they're like, "Here you go," and he'd walk out. <laughs> and it wasn't that they didn't track how many loyalty accounts you had. James only ever had one loyalty account. They just sent you this every ten days. So you could just. It was just like a very very easy part time job. Yeah, exactly. Very low yield, very low effort because it was right next to the pub as well. Yeah, I showed it so, to you when wow. you came. I was like, "There's the Silver Strand." <laughs> I know oh, all the stories I've heard about the uh, the Brave Beachfront over the years. Um, anyway, so this is the same. So this guy, he's got the. He's. I mean, he's got the eye of a grifter here. Yeah, yeah. You would go. You would walk. You would walk to Mazzoni's. Mazzoni was at the town, but we lived. You know, probably like a 15, 20 minute walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very walkable distance, but when you're drunk, you know, it's different. And he was in Mazzoni's and like, hey, can I get a calzone delivered to this address? And I'm like, yeah. And then he'd go outside, wait by the delivery guy's car and be like, I'll give you a five if you give me a lift. And the guy, every time the guy was like, deal. Way cheaper than a taxi. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the guy's like, hang on, where are you getting the money from? He's like, oh, hang on, I don't have anything. Hang on one second. Jump into the casino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Mazzoni's rally, and I shouldn't call Mazzoni's yeah. anymore. Mazzoni's eventually had a falling out with their, their franchise organization, I suppose. Oh. And went to war with Big Mazzone. Uh The Mazzoni's... Um, let me look. Let me check real quick. I think the Masoni's mascot is a big cat. Okay. Yeah. Yes, fine. it's a big sort of fox cat type creature. Right, I don't know yeah, what that is. That. Uh, anyway, I mean it's not related to pizza, but like the the local Chinese place here has the their logo is the prototypical Italian chef doing the chef kiss. Yep, like, yep, yep. Classic thing. No, Dennis, on a Chinese restaurant. No, that is very obvious. <laughs> it's not classic at all. It's not. It's it's and you know, they say, you know, Australia, great melting pot, multicultural country, and it's great to see, you know, all of these cultural icons coming together. The Italian the chef with a big with a big hat and the mustache and everything, doing the chef's kiss on the front cover of the menu for the local Chinese joint. It's fantastic. So the guy who owned this was a Romanian man named Peter. Mm-hmm. It's for the franchise in Bray. And he had a falling out with Big Mazzoni, I suppose. And splintered off. He kept the joint, bought out his franchise license or whatever, and renamed it Peter's Pizza. Okay. Yeah, good. Where did he get that name from, do you think? I don't know. Yeah, dig, dig deep. I mean, I'm sure he did some market research. Yeah, we'll never, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, but he started, you know, he would make the same recipes as Mazzoni and underchar- undercut them and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, and classic. he was a very aggressive, um, <laughs> like, have you ever been to, like, like a Turkish bazaar or anything, and all the like tradesmen are very, very friendly with you. They're like, "My friend, come in, come in, come." I, I yes, make you, you yeah. very much special that energy. price. Special price for you, for you. Yes, yes. Fine, fine goods. Bye, bye, bye. That sort of thing. Yeah, the, the typical sort of the, the haggler that you'd expect in a film like Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that. Except he has a very poor business sense, I think, because like Andy would go in to like get a, get like a, some chips or a pizza or whatever, and he'd be like, "When's your birthday?" And Andy would be like, "Next month." And he's like, "Give my friend here two liters." No, no, no. Give him the big coke, the big coke. He's a friend of mine. And I was like, he's just trying to make loyal customers, I guess. But he was so aggressive. And he'd film all these, like, direct-to-camera, like, Facebook videos. He'd be like, come on now, I'm Peter Pizza, you come now, you come now. Very big, like, oh, he was way into it. And Riley, now that he's free from the shackles of Mazzoni's. Oh, he can say whatever he wants. Not corporate only he- HQ. Like, yeah, the corporate, corporate's not going to come breathing down his neck. No, but not just that, Riley. He's free to stick and move and innovate, innovate with his menu. So I've got okay. I've got the menu up here. Oh, we're in for some probably quite literally spicy options here. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Go on. So it's not just Peter's Pizza anymore, Riley. It's now Peter's Pizza oh, and Monica. Peter's Pizza and, and, and TV repair? What is it? <laughs> and Monica, who is his wife. It's Peter's Pizza and Monica's Romanian Grill. <laughs> <laughs> she He does the pizza, she does the grill. There's yeah. a very clear division of labor. All right. Exactly. So, I'm going to just read you the categories on the left-hand side, because we're not going to sit here and read the whole menu. That'd be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So, we have pizza special. So, the very first thing is Super Offers, parentheses, two tops pizza, which is just okay. pizzas with two toppings for a special price. Okay. Yep. And then it's like, buy one pizza, get one free, premium burger deals, yada, yada, yada. And then you get to Peter's premium pizza. Oh, the premium pizza. All right. Okay. This is the one that comes in the in the, in the box embossed with gold filigree. Go yeah. <laughs> There's only two kinds of premium pizza. Buffalo and margarita. <laughs> Wait, no, okay, my well, mistake. It expanded. Quattro Formaggio, Diablo spices. Ooh, I, uh, I'm very interested to have a deluxe or what was it? Sorry, a premium margarita. Yeah, what does that entail? 
Like Appar- margarita is the most basic pizza you can have unless you just want a round piece of dry bread. <laughs> but on every, Riley, on, on every axis, Peter, is all about that personal branding. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the sizing, small Italian premium margarita, medium Italian, large, extra large, extra, extra large. And then the largest pizza is the Pete Feast. <laughs> we couldn't call it the Mega Wheel. No, no, the Pete <laughs> that's, Feast 20 inches. That's been trade. Oh, the, okay. the, the Pete Feast 20 inch starts to make me think about other things. Italian pizza. premium sausage. <laughs> the Pete Feast 20 okay. inch. That's, that's a lot. And then, That's Riley, pizza. Roller Coaster, mm. Monica wants some screen time. Immediately below that, Monica's Craft Cakes, Fried Blueberry Cheesecake Bombs, Cherry Fusion Pancake, and Saffron Princess Cake Home Mud, which I assume, assume is supposed to say homemade. And all of these come straight from the, the Romanian Grill. Yes, exactly. Then we get into the Irish Can mixed- I tell you, I've, I, I really admire um, her culinary skill, the fact that she can create, what was it, deep, fly, deep fried blueberry muffins mm-hmm. on a Romanian grill. That's, I know, that's right? really something. The mixed grill, which is a sausage, a basically looks like an Irish breakfast just served in a pizza box. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not, I mean, uh, you got me for that. That sounds fantastic. Then yep. we get to pizza meals, pizza meal deals, very normal with that section. It's followed by sides, followed by chips and wedges, somehow not included in sides. And well, just, I mean, I, 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 I am a big fan of that. If I want chips, I want chips, mate. I don't want a little smattering. I don't want a little dusting of chips on the side. Sometimes you just want a big, big whack of chips, mate. Dude, I love this place. It's so inconsistent. So, like, large garlic chips, 400 grams. Very informative. Very quantitative for how many gar- how much garlic you chips can you put. You can put these chips on a scale. Yeah. Every time. 400 grams. But then immediately below that, garlic chips, beast tray. Which is over twice <laughs> the price of the large garlic <laughs> chips. What comes in that? It's the... <laughs> And, and it doesn't tell you... So I love... Oh, that's so good. It doesn't tell you how heavy the beast tray is. No, the, the, you, no you, you wouldn't want to know. <laughs> if, no, you ha- if you have to ask, it's too much. It's exactly. The beast tray, it'd have to be at least a kilo if it's more than twice the, the price of the 400, 400 gram one. And then right, we get to the dreaded section in, in any pizza and Romanian grill restaurant. Okay. Fish. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, look, at least, at least this is a coastal establishment right i will never ever order fish somewhere that isn't like like vegas or something never order fish in a desert don't order fish anywhere that isn't within like a driving distance of. if you go to like alice springs would you order order fish there i would not order the oh they do do very good barramundi in the top end but maybe not alice springs anyway go on uh and riley what what takeaway place in Ireland, owned by a any any Eastern European or Middle Eastern or Central European or any European man at all, doesn't have a smattering of kebab options. Oh, of course, mate. Absolutely, absolute classic. Of course. Again, would you, Riley, would you like to get a beast kebab munch box? I know oh I would. What I mean, is is this a kebab made of beast meat? <laughs> I'm sure is, it is. is. I don't is this think artisanally it. locally sourced werewolf that's been chopped up? Then we get to the desserts, which has all of the stuff in in Monica's premium craft cakes just listed again. <laughs> Double dipping. That's good. Yeah. Uh, there's just an item on here called the roast. No additional information. It just says choose beef, chicken, or pork. Hang on. In the desserts. No, no. Its own section. Just the roast. It gets its own section. Yeah. And then an oddly robust pasta section. Chicken yeah. arabiata, carbonara, penne fungi, like, like not just like a lasagna tray. Uh, also, whatever Paddy's green pasta is. 
Oh dear. Okay, that's see. I would try. Like, there's. I'm not very adventurous with food. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. But there, most things on that menu, like I, I would get the beast mode chips. Right? This I is would try this is Riley. Like, this is Riley food. But I, oh, Patty's <laughs> green pasta. I don't know about that, man. Like, what food is green? Peanut butter? Like, I don't. I don't know what's on that that is going to make your your. You're confused into silence here, Dennis. I imagine, but I do actually see peanut butter as uh, as being green due to my color. Yeah, that's I mean, I I knew that, and we talk, we had that as a topic in this podcast. Once, like, yeah, aren't these things that I thought weren't green green? That was episode number one, dude. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, Ready? I know this is a good content. If you want, you can insert the audio from this. I'm going to send you a link right now to Peter's latest Facebook post. Okay. All right. Send it to me, and I'll put it in. And uh, and and the the listeners can can enjoy. Uh, okay, what's 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 Dennis making us listen to? Let's let's have a listen. Best pizza price, best price pizza deal, best price pizza, extra large sixteen inch pizza, only nine ninety nine. Peterspizza.ie or call us on zero one two eight two eight seven zero two. Guys, I need you to share this. Okay. Because this is like never before. Extra it's such chaotic large. energy, right? Extra large just means well, what I really want to sort of pick up in, on here is he is reading the things that he is shouting there mm-hmm. off of an open pizza box that he has written on. Yep, and so it looks like than go he to, puts a pizza in it. It looks like this order is going out to someone. It does. Like It looks like he's, he's in the middle of work, right? And he's written this on a pizza box that is live, right? It is a live pizza box. But... Rather than, I mean, Dennis, who, this is a man who obviously understands the value of a euro because he's not paying some exorbitant price for a video editor to put motion no, no. graphics or, or put like words up on the screen and things like that. He does it himself. This is, this is analog video Oh, editing. man, Monica's behind the camera for sure as well. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let oh. me tell you, this ba- guy, I can guarantee you, he cares, you know? Yes, quite a lot, I would imagine. You don't yell that loudly at your customers unless you, your whole heart and soul is in it, Dennis. We didn't have anything like that. You're asking about the places that we had when I was a kid. And I was just going to tell you about the time that my dad got food poisoning from a, from Romano's. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I this is this story is going to... You know, I, I just I can't compete with, with Pete's Pizza, mate. There's no way. Peter's Pizza did burn we, down at the start of this year, by the way. They've rebuilt it since, but there was... A so, <laughs> the story just keeps going. I mean, my, my poultry offering is one time my dad got a pizza what had some prawns on it and got ferocious food poisoning to the point that we never went back to Romano's. And then the other time was we moved from Ocean Blue Fish and Chip Shop to North Ivanhoe Fish and Chip Shop because they changed ownership and they changed the way that they cooked the chips. Like they okay. just weren't as good anymore, right? The, the fish remained unchanged, but I think they either changed like the the brand of chips they used or something like that, and the chips just weren't as good. So we moved, and we did have the house burgled one time when we went out for dinner, but that wasn't takeaway. So I'm scrambling for takeaway related You're stories good. from my youth, Dennis. If people are interested, Riley, we can use that sweet Patreon money, Patreon.com/slash. Have a listen to this. And one time when we recorded in the evening, what are you gonna do? What are you going to do? Buy buy a pizza for yourself with it to eat? No, 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 Riley. I'll do. I'll, I'll for science. I'll investigate a beast tray. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dennis. We all appreciate the sacrifices you're making for the. I'll get. I'll podcast. get a scale out and get a pe- or, or or a peat feast twenty inch. 
<laughs> and, and get a, get the tape measure. See if it really. See if when you feast on Pete, it really is twenty inches. I guarantee not, like, like if you. Say. I guarantee if you measure something and it was nineteen inches, he would freak out and give you a free pizza for life. You know what I mean? He'd go. Yeah, he'd go back and be like, "You'd have the biggest coke out of the fridge." Right. For that they one. will also. Absolutely. They'll also deliver places that are wildly far away from them. They'll just charge a little extra for the delivery. Like where I live now, I should be out of range from Peter's Pizza, but I've never yeah, been to someone's like house 40, in Dublin. 45, 45 minutes? Yeah, I've never been to someone's house in Dublin and gone on Just Eat and not had Peter's Pizza come up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if I went on justeat.com.au and it's like Peter's Pizza. Peter's <laughs> Pizza, I don't gar- guaranteed deliver within 72 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's on the express by the FedEx flight straight over here to the uh, to the Sunshine Coast Airport. Oh my Some goodness. of these videos do like this video of when they reopened and it's like I like a glory shot of Peter's Pizza and then this like these like green screen hands come in and like doing like applause sounds and I'm like, what yeah. is going on? It's a good it's exactly what you expect. You know what I mean? Um I admire him, man. I I mean the business acumen, the strategy, the branding, it's all it's premium stuff. Yeah, I mean, the only notes he really had for him was that he needs to stop giving away big cokes to people whose birthday are in a month. So if that's the only <laughs> thing he can really sort of tighten up a little bit, then I think he's doing pretty well. But there was was there there, there was there was no place with you and your mates when you're growing up that, that was like the place you would go because like we would even before it became Peter's Pizza, we would always get Mazzoni's. No, not really. Like I didn't. So I went to a high school that all of our, all like our, my friends were spread across all of melbourne so i like i didn't have you did, i didn't have this idyllic life that you did where you hung out with friends like every day after school like running through the woods and you know i do have i do have parents a- on the doorstep being like oh come back be back by sunset that sort of thing like you really had a blessed childhood i do have the kind of childhood where you would expect the five of us to find a corpse in the woods and then have to solve a mystery about it yes that is very yeah, exactly. much the vibe yeah. that's yeah that's exactly what you had no i didn't really have that like for for takeaways we would we always as I say we'd always go to that we'd always get fish and chips or we didn't go to Romano's after Dad got the food poisoning. Um, up where we used to go to um, for summer holidays up in Mitamita, the pub right you for two dollars you could buy enough chips to feed at least five or six kids. It was unbelievable the amount of chips and I don't know if this is a thing where like I was just because I was a kid it seemed like a huge amount but like with like two dollars worth of chips which is what like one euro thirty right yeah would just get you just the most unreasonable amount of food mm-hmm. from the pub but then it changed and now it's not the same anymore. Um no, I don't I don't I don't know. There's, there's some weird stuff about Australian takeaway food. Like, like if you order a well do you know what we love to put in our burgers? Beetroot. Oh, I'm open to that, but that is definitely not a standard topping. That's a standard topping in an Australian burger, right? Like I had I went to I went I had some uh, I, I went to a delicious chicken shop up in Coolum, right? Um, the, mm-hmm. a town nearby on, on the weekend. Me and Megan went there, and this place is absolutely fantastic. They're so good, this place, right? And we went in, got the got the chicken burger, unre- just an unreasonable amount of food for like thirteen dollars or however mm-hmm. much it was, and chips and a drink. And we went and sat by the beach and ate. It was absolutely fantastic. But in a chicken burger, Dennis, like not this isn't a chicken burger with a lot. This isn't a chicken burger with extras. This is just the default. It's like chicken lettuce cheese burger. done, right? Well, no. Who's putting cheese in a chicken burger? What? What? You don't put cheese in a chicken burger? No. Yes. Are you kidding? Of course you don't want cheese in a chicken burger. Yes, you do. No, you don't. I'm gonna. If op- I asked for a chicken burger and they put cheese in it without me asking, like I'd be putting it straight in the garbage. I Are suppo- you kidding? You don't want cheese in a chicken burger. I don't want cheese in a chicken burger. Well, not with not without being warned beforehand. Certainly not. I let's go to San Marino here, which is a chipper that's near me. Let's go to Burgers. 
Let's go to chicken burger. Chicken burger. They shouldn't shouldn't come with cheese. You're Absolutely right. not. Onion lettuce mayo. You're right. I thought it came with yeah, cheese. That's a, that's a weird thing to have in chicken burger. Anyway, by default, right, at, at Coolum Charcoal Chicken, beetroot <laughs> in the chicken burger. And that's that nuts. didn't even raise an eyebrow. The only reason I thought about it is because Megan was like, why is there beetroot in your burger? Did you ask for that? I was like, no, it's just, oh, it's just a thing we have in burgers here. I wanted to make sure before I promise Peter's Pizza does deliver to my house. Delivery costs eight euro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really i really wonder do you know what he's so dedicated to his craft i reckon if i was like hey i need a pizza delivered to australia he would he would he wouldn't just say no he'd film it i bet he'd film he'd it look, <laughs> he he would find a way to make it happen delivery eleven hundred dollars um, <laughs> no look I'm, I'm really trying to think of, of entertaining takeaway related anecdotes and i'm coming up very short dennis and i think it's just i mean i can't compete with with pete's pizza there is something odd as well riley um that i wanted to talk to you about which is something that, which is a <laughs> wow so there are these um chinese restaurants in the city center called charlie's you know the typical chinese name charlie oh yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah traditional chinese name um and they are t- there's two of them as far as i can tell they're one's yellow one's purple and they're they're lawless places they're open to like I'm going to check what time this one's open. They're open till like a million in the morning, right? They are for yes, people okay, to stumble yeah. out of a club in the city center and go and like f- fight there, I suppose. Yeah, they close at 6 a.m. <laughs> that's 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 not a clo- that's an opening time. That's not a closing time. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, so they're lawless places. Uh, but there's a Charlie's 3 and a Charlie's 4. There, as far as I can tell, there's no Charlie's 1 or 2. They beat, beat they beat him out of town, Dennis. So, beat him out of town. I, Charlie's one was, and two were closing at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and they were like, keep well, up. We can do better than that. Yeah, kept now out of business, mate. So there's always this fabled thing of like doing the Charlie's crawl after the pub crawl. But these are yes. these are these are wretched hives of scum and villainy. I cannot recommend oh, if if there was a place I think I thought your dad would be likely to get food poisoning again it would be a Charlie's and when I started the conversation I thought there was a Charlie's one or two and I was going to be like oh I've never been to all four of them I've only been to Charlie's three or whatever I don't seem I can't find any record of yeah. the, it's the Star Wars fr- hol- holiday special of the Charlie's exactly there's a, find. there's a website here there's an article that comes out that says the legacy of Charlie's Cafe Dublin and it's on spicebags.ie what is oh, this oh that sounds like my kind of place spicebags.ie oh my it's a podcast Riley it's a podcast for those of you who don't know a spice bag is a traditional traditional Irish food that's been eating for thousands mm-hmm. of years it's a paper bag filled with chips chicken tenders or chicken balls basically fried yeah. chicken balls and just a whole bunch of salt and spices Chinese fire spice yeah it's so so good, man. What it's I was going to so, say so though Tradi- was traditional Irish fare. I might not be able to find Charlie's one and two because I don't think their online presence is amazing. Because the website for Charlie's three is Charlie's three dot business dot site. <laughs> yep, perfect. This is oh man, this is the sort of local restaurant, like the local takeaway joint. I just I love. I can't get. I can't get. Look how I'm going to send you people, dear listener. Please, if you're in the car, pull over. Charlie's three dot business dot site. Look at this website, dude. Look how blurry. Let's have a look. This homepage is. <laughs> oh man, this is going to be fun to edit out all these. You know what? I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to edit out the bits where I'm clicking over to things. Charlie's three dot business dot site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That looks like it was taken by someone on rollerblades riding past the uh, <laughs> the restaurant. It is like a skew, blurry. All the text doesn't fit neatly in the image. The word Charlie's isn't anywhere in it for what it's worth. <laughs> There's a picture of a snowman. 
out the yeah. front of it. Posted God, in March. God knows. No, posted in February 2018. If you click on it, thank you very much. Bizarre. All right. All right. So no, there's no, um, no, you know, mainstay, ridiculous local Peter's Pizza and it's Monica's remaining grill. It's five hours a day. It opens at 11 a.m. Yeah, they got to sweep the bodies out and clean up the blood. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's all. Oh, otherwise it'd be 24 hours. Anyway, Dennis, I want to talk about something different. What's that? The reason that I was up in Coolum on the weekend, right? The reason I was up there, the reason I ended up going to Coolum Charcoal Chicken, have a delicious chicken burger with, uh, um, with beetroot in it, was because I I have finally done something, Dennis, that I've promised myself I've, I'm going to do for years. Ever since I was like, I'm going to be back to Australia and I'm going to do this thing. And Dennis, you'll be as 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 my best friend, as someone who knows me extremely well. When I say I've moved back to Australia and I started surfing. Yes, well done. I Nailed was, it. I, you, you forgot my birthday five times. You didn't forget I want to surf. Is your birthday coming up? I hit the waves, baby. You hit the waves. Hit the waves. You, 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 went, you went out fighting Poseidon? I did. Well, no. I was no Poseidon and I, it was a collab. It was a collab between the two of us, okay. uh, to be honest. Now, I went up with a friend of mine, Mason, who said he was going to teach me how to surf. And uh, he did. He, he, like, he did. Technically, he did teach me but. how to surf. Not super well, but, you know. He didn't teach you super well or you didn't surf super well? <laughs> no, probably both of those things. But uh, no, no. So, like, um, uh, a mate of mine, Scott, lent me a board, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Dennis, here's, here's something. I mean, you're, you're not much of a surfer man, are you? You don't know much about no. surfing. No. Would you think that as a beginner surfer, do you want a board to be as big as possible or as little as possible? I would have assumed as big as possible, but based on the tone, I, I, maybe it is smaller. No, it's as big as possible. The bigger the board, the easier it is to ride. I would have thought the yeah, smaller. Yeah, it's heavier. It's harder to tipple over. Yeah, that's what I would, that's yes, what I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I had, I think, a nine-foot board, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, about three meters long. And uh, I headed along to Coolum, uh, Coolum Beach with my mate Mason, and we and we headed out to uh, to carve up the tubes, Dennis. We were going we to go and hang 10 or potentially maybe so, hang 11 if we were so lucky, right? had you ever surfed before? Oh yeah, I did. I did a bit of surfing when I was in my teenage years. Like it's quite common as like a school holiday activity or like a school camp activity yeah, in Australia. You know, you, would you go down? You'd rent a board. You'd rent a board on the beach and out you go. Something like that, or or, or like you do it as part of like a, you know, a youth camp or like a school mm. camp. It was just yeah. It's 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 it's. A, People I don't know what the over under is, but like yeah, a lot of Australians that like I would say most Australians are like oh yeah, of course yeah, I surfed like when I was a kid. People yeah, surf in yeah. Ireland quite a lot actually. Which is wild because it's so cold. Like, uh, you know, it was 23 degrees and in the middle of winter here and I was cold out in the water. Yeah. Having the, said that, well, well, we'll come to exactly why in, in, in just a moment, Dennis. Uh, but the, but west, come, the, no. the west of Ireland is apparently some of the best surfing, like, in the world just because it's a big old raw Atlantic Ocean and it's not as cold as it is in, like, Chicago or not Chicago, but, like, Boston or New York. The waves are massive there, actually. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen that. I've been to the Cliffs of Moa. They're huge. Yeah. Go cut those bad boys there. up. Well, the reason Mason took his cooler main beach is because the waves were perfect for beginners, he's saying. They were coming mm-hmm. in as nice as the, the, the wind was blowing in the correct direction. I can't remember which way. It's it's either blows east or west, and that's good when you live on the east coast. I can't remember one of them, right? But they were coming in. They were nice and, um, nice and consistent, right? So we headed out there, and uh, he was just yeah, showing me all the different techniques and all the things you got to do. And um, Dennis... I've got another question for you here because okay. by the end of it, there was a part of my body that was very, very sore. Would you like to guess what part of my body ended up being the most in, in, in the greatest amount of discomfort by the time we'd finished surfing? I would imagine it would be your core. No. 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 It's not my core. I'll give you a hint. It wasn't even muscular. It wasn't my arms after like paddling. Just bang away up your elbows or whatever? <laughs> Dude, it was my nips. 
your n- excuse me my my poor sweet nipples right? stripped you've never done strip stripped bare by the salty brine is that what's happening or from never a cl- done or, anything to deserve oh, such treatment it's but from pulling yourself up onto the board is it all I did for two hours was rub them against a waxed mm. surfboard. Like a surfboard is very smooth, so you get wax, right, to make it a little stickier, a little rougher, so you, you can stand on it without just immediately slipping off like it's a slidey floor. And all I did was rub my chest ragged against this waxed board for two hours, right? Uh, so so ne- next time you go out, are you going to get some pasties? <laughs> that was something I actually suggested. I was like, I'm going to have to get something to cover up these sweet nips next time because this is this is absolutely untenable. No, um. Do you know what a rash a rashy is? A rash vest? A rash top? No. Is it to prevent exactly okay. this? Well, th- because growing up, like when I was a kid, mum would always make us wear a rash top, right? Which is a which is basically you know the stuff that bathers are made out of. Like if you get a pair of togs or a search for rash like, vest. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I know I would never call this a rash vest, but yeah, this is well, like that's looks- what we call it here in Australia. It's like it's a swimming top, right? It's made out of that yeah, same sort it's of material. A, it's, it's a swimming shirt, like it's like, it's a, it's like a very thin version of like wetsuit material. Yeah. Exactly right. I had never understood why it was called a rash vest. Dennis, let me tell you, I understand now. <laughs> Holy moly. It still hurts to put a T-shirt on. Oh, my, oh my God. That bad? It was awful. But it was it was such good fun. And it was funny because, like, the first time I tried it, I stuffed up. And Mason's like, no, no, you got to wait till you're on the wave. And I'm like, all right, well, this doesn't help at all. Like, I don't know. What do you mean on the wave? And then the next time I wait a little bit, you know when you're on the wave. It, like, picks you up and, like, pushes you. Like, it, oh, it's it's. Re- I see why people really enjoy surfing. It's really, I got to really ask, fun. though, Riley. I understand surfing was an exhilarating experience and it was, you know, fun, you know, working in tandem with nature and the scene, all this stuff. Okay, but I got to know, yep. what are Mason's nipples like? Are they like chocolate chips? What's going on? <laughs> They're like diamonds. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you could cut glass with them. No, well, he's where he completely stitched me up. Because he messaged me like, oh, yeah. He, like, he's like, let's meet at eight. I'm like, all right, that's a funny joke. You, what are you opening the international, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival with that kind of gear? What are you talking about? I'm not meeting you at eight o'clock. <laughs> Get out of town. So we, we, we met at 10. And I was like, what do I need to bring? He's like, oh, just bring the board. Make sure you've got some wax and it'll be fine, right? Rock up. He's in a wetsuit. Wow. Could have told me. Like, what a power move. Could have told me that we, you were going to be in a wetsuit. Absolutely, absolutely stitched me up. But I turned up, Dennis, in... Now, look, they're not budgie smugglers. They're not speedos. But they're not far off it, honestly. They're kind of like little, like, very short shorts. Sort of like, think like sexy men's volleyball team shirt off. Like... We're talking Top Gun? I look like a... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never watched Top Gun. But like, sexy very short Sexy men's shorts, right? volleyball team. <laughs> I'm glad that's what you said. I'm fine with like, that. I don't know what they're called. Like, like Brazilian tanning shorts, maybe? Um, All right. See. Yep, Brazilian tanning shorts will get you there. They're very, um, very short, right? Like, well, this is now just a picture of women in not a lot of clothing. But if you look at the blokes, right, they're not long shorts. No, I right? understand. There's a lot, they're, they're giving out a lot of thigh. So he was like, what are you doing wearing them? I'm like, you didn't tell me to wear anything. He's like, Mate, they're called board shorts. Why don't you have board shorts? I'm like, I don't even have a pair of board shorts, right? I've been swimming for years. I've lived in the UK. It's illegal to swim in the ocean there. It's not illegal to swim in the ocean. Well, it it should be. Let me tell you, it's so cold. Anyway, and he was like, we need to get out in the water right now because I don't want to be seen with you wearing them. So we need to get your bottom half submerged so people can't see that you're wearing those shorts, right? And I was like, why? And he goes, it's just not the look, man. It's not the look, dude. And I was trying. I was asking, like, what's this? The, is this the equivalent of me turning to play footy in jeans? He's like, it's worse than that. It's worse. Like, there's like, no way it's worse than that. At least those are suitable to go in the water in. No, no, no. Just from an embarrassment, like from a cultural standpoint, right? Like it's embarrassing. He, sh- he said I should be ashamed of myself for turning up like that. 
And I was impressing him on wine. He's like, because it's so it's so obvious. Like if you're just a beginner, you've got no idea what you're doing, right? I'm like, that's good. It's like a pair. It's like L plates when you're driving your car. Everyone's gonna look. He's like, he's a beginner surfer. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna cut him some slack. Mm-hmm. But it didn't help. As I said, I mean, Mason did a decent job of teaching me in terms of technique. What he didn't tell me was that there is an entire system of right of way on the waves, Dennis. And oh so yeah, the there's a whole in, rules of the rules of the road system out there. Exactly, rules the wave, and it was like, yeah, go, 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 go. So you know, I was paddling onto this wave, and I got on, and just crashed into another man on a surfboard. And then he saw your shorts. Absolutely, <laughs> he saw my shorts. He's like, I'm coming for him. No, like I just didn't look right because he didn't tell me to, and he didn't look either. So I crashed into the guy. Now I'm, I'm starting to see what you're talking about. Terrible. Mason is not a great teacher. And then, but then I felt so bad. So I was like, hang on. So I went off, and Mason's like, what are you doing? I'm like, hang on, I'll be back in a second. So I swam over to the guy, and I'm like, hey, man. I'm really sorry. I'm new. It's my first time surfing in years. And he's like, he looked at me like, okay. I'm like, I just, yeah, I didn't, like, obviously I wasn't trying to be rude. And I just, I'm just still getting my bearings and stuff. He's like, yeah, it's fine. He shook my hand. It was okay. And Mason was like, why'd you do that? I'm like, because I felt bad. And like, I crashed into it. It was hundred percent my fault. I was like, why'd you apologize? I'm like, because that's what you do in the wrong. And he kind of thought, he thought about it. I was like, yeah, actually, yeah. More, more people should do that. Because surfers are hugely gatekeepy. Right? Really? Okay. Oh, I mean, actually, that doesn't, that, actually, that doesn't surprise me at all. Now that I think about it. Like, the, you know, it's like, oh, this is our beach, locals only, no begin. They'll, like, bully you Riley, off the waves and that did you, sort of did stuff. Did you, did you, you, you weren't privy to a, a, a surfer turf war. A surf war. Like, where two rival no. groups of surfers come out into the beach and, like, do, like, a whole West Side story, like. That would be, ama- on top of their boards, that would be amazing yeah. to watch. I would watch that in a heartbeat, but no, it was nothing like that. I mean, Coolum Surf Beach is, Coolum Main Beach is not like a hidden gem, but if you go, there are certain places, I mean, even on the on the sunny coast, like where I live, there are places that like, if you go there and you're not in, if you're not part of that clique, they'll like... Well, you, you, know, you, you shouldn't speak about them here. You don't want to leak them to the, to the, to the, to the plebeians, to the, to the civilians. Well, can to can the I tell you, this, this is something that happens. Like Megan found this place on Instagram. It was sunny coast, just pictured, it was, this was years ago when we were visiting the place. And it was like this beautiful place filled with rock pools and, and rocks. And it just, it looked amazing, right? And in the description, like in the, in the caption, it was like, we're not telling you where this is, right? <laughs> and then one of the comments was like, it's First Bay in, at near Cool. I'm like, stop being shitheads and just tell people where nice things are. And there were a bunch of people in the comments being like, stop, like, stop telling people where these nice places are. We don't want tourists there. It's like, stop oh. posting pictures of it then, man. Yeah, like, that's the gatekeeping true. is ferocious. It's awful. I do love the idea anyway. though that you smash into the stranger, right? And mm. you you come out. You're, you're like in my head now. You're like in the shallow a little bit. You come out. You're like, oh, sorry, mate. And you walk up to him, extend your hand as a handshake to apologize. Shorts mm. ridden up all the way inside you, <laughs> free bleeding from the nipples. Be like, hey, I'm sorry, man. I'm new to this. And Mace is just there in the background, like, I don't know this guy. Please I don't, don't pretend we're friends. Yeah, I don't know this guy. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, though, the people who were good at surfing, there was an instructor there, and holy moly! Now, Dennis, if you were telling this story, right, I don't know what you would say this guy was was doing. Oh, flying! I'm, I'm sure. Story. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you the story of the things that he actually did do that actually did happen that I saw with my own eyes, like when he, Dennis, did a standing backflip off his surfboard. Well, that's outrageous! What the hell? <laughs> So he was taking a little class, right? He had like four or five people out there surfing with him, and he was like, "Okay, so what do you want to do? You do this, do that, do the thing." while standing on top of a surfboard that wasn't moving, right? Just balancing on it, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right. He's like, all right, three, two, one, let's go. And he did a backflip off the board. And I just, it was incredible, right? And what, so when you're surfing out towards where the brakes, like where it breaks to, to get on the wave at the right spot, you have to either duck dive under the waves or jump over them. It's very difficult to do that with a big mm-hmm. surfboard, which is unwieldy. So there's a range of different techniques. The duck dive is usually the, it's the most effective, but it's hard to do, hard to do properly. 
He is so far down the surfing skill tree that what he did was reverse surf the wave. That's the only way I can describe it. He uh, he, he pushed up on the wave, like as it went up on, on the bit mm-hmm. that was facing towards him. His back's towards the beach. He stood up in his board, jumped over the wave, and then landed on his surfboard on the other side of it. This guy, this is like in oblivion. This guy could jump while swimming, right? Like there's no other yes. <laughs> explanation. It was it was unbelievable. And then like when he was actually surfing, like obviously he had to be near the beginners to like kind of help them and show them what he was doing. He would he would just like like it was nothing. Like he was walking on a on a non-moving floor, right? He would just sort of sidle over to people on one leg, kneeling down, moving in, eyes closed, pants down, whatever, right? And just sort of adjust their technique, touch their knees, move their hands. It was incredible. Incredible. I couldn't, like, I don't know how long this, I mean, I don't know how many hours has he spent surfing or is just a natural, or he's, or he's Poseidon, the god of the sea. That's the only other option I can think of, mate. Jeez. I mean, and what One was day. your, and what was your experience? Like, were you only able to do backflips off your surfboard by the end of the day or what? Where were you at? I t- look, I tell you, I caught three, I caught three or four waves. I Man, I'm kidding. Up a you, you, you surfed infinitely more than I probably ever will in my entire life. And, and, I, and, I, surfing's like skateboarding, right? In that it's an awful lot of stand-up fallover, stand-up fallover, stand-up fallover. What I like about surfing, though, is when falling over doesn't hurt even a little bit. Because it's in the water. Falling over yeah. is kind of fun. Yeah, climbing, in the water, cli- it's fine. You, cli- yeah. Climbing back onto the board, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was very sore by the end of it, let me tell you. <laughs> I went and bought board shorts the next day. I was so shamed by Mason that the next day I went and bought three pairs of board shorts. So you're, 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 you're went, going again? You're into it? Well, well, the thing is I definitely needed a rash vest, right? So I went to this discount place and I bought three, like a, an outlet place, like a mm-hmm. sales and like the, where, where they can't sell the the stock, that the stuff that didn't sell on the shelves. And the, I bought some very loud board shorts. I'm not surprised they didn't sell Dennis because they are very, very loud. It's great. Um, so, because I, I, I'm determined that I'm going to turn up next time, Mason's going to go, what are you wearing? I'm like, board shorts, man. You told me to get board shorts, so I got board shorts, right? He's like, you got board uh, shorts lowercase b. You're supposed to get board <laughs> shorts uppercase b. <laughs> no, he's going he's gonna to hate it. Anyway, I went to another place because they didn't have any rash vests. Like, so I went to a new one. I was like, oh, hey, look, I'm looking for a rash. And he's like, oh, okay. Have you just started surfing? He's like, he's like, I'll sell you a rash if you want, but I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to come back in two months and want to buy a wetsuit anyway, mm-hmm. and so I'm just going to I'm going to recommend to you that you just cut out the middleman, buy the wetsuit now, rather than buying this rash vest and then two months later coming back and buying a wetsuit anyway, right? So it gave me a great deal. I'm going to I mean, if anyone is in the Sunshine Coast, Alex Surf at Alexander Alexander Headlands, he was he was really kind, he was really um, helpful, uh, wasn't gatekeepy at all. A lot of Queenslanders aren't fans of Victorians moving up here and all that sort of stuff, but he was really, it was, it was really, really good. He gave me a great price as well, two hundred eighty dollars for like a. Well, he said it was a great price. I mean, I don't know. He didn't have the enthusiasm of Pete's Pizza when he was telling me this, but two hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, it's, it's for a great price. Two hundred eighty dollars. Two hundred eighty dollars, idiot. He was laughing at me, laughing as, as I walk out. But Dennis, do you know how hard it is to put a wetsuit on? I do. I've put a wetsuit on. It's a miserable experience. I don't know. Like they say, oh, you need a wetsuit to keep you warm, right? You don't need to have the wetsuit. You don't need to wear the wetsuit to be warm. Just put no, it on. the workout, yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Anyway, I've now got a wetsuit. I'm now I'm now part of the Rip Curl Dawn Patrol. I'm going to be heading down and carving up the waves and don't even worry about it. It's going to be uh, – it's it's really fun. Well, it's much, really, like, I, it's, it's much like if you don't vote in Australia, you get fined. If you don't surf at least twice a year, you get fined as well, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. The, the the surf police, the surf patrol come down and, and they, they, you know, you get put in a, uh, what are they called, a pillory. You know, you have to <laughs> ring egged, a bell. Yeah. Shame, shame, shame. You get the traditional rite of passage for an Australian getting egged. Um, but I'm glad I did it. And the other part of it that's really satisfying is that I said I was going to and I did it. 
That's true. You you always, as long as you've been petrified of being the kind of person you've said who says they'll do something and doesn't. And doesn't do it. I don't want to wake up and be like, what happened the rest of my life? Like, I, I, I like doing the things that I say I'm going to do. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to be like Kelly Slater or anything. Like, I'm never going to be a famous surfer boy or anything like that. But it's just, it's a nice and it's a fun activity. I don't think that, you said, what I think you said was Kelly Slater. The most famous surfer I know, Riley, is Mason Gu- Last Name, your friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like... <laughs> And he's not even that good. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, it's funny because I went and played Catan with him and his mate um, at their place on uh, the day after, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "Oh, what you guys? I heard you were, you were out surfing with Mason on the weekend." I was like, "Yeah, it was really good." He's like, "All right, you don't. I mean, you don't have to be polite." Like, you, you, I was like, "Why? He was really good." And his mate Brian's like, "He's the worst person to teach you surfing. He's so bad." And Mason's just standing there, rolling his eyes as poor Brian's paying out to him. But apparently now, I mean, I tell you what, Dennis, if you didn't, the, the most famous surfer now for you should be Brian. Mason's housemate uh, <laughs> because he's apparently much better so I'll be the judge of that I'll, I'll, to be I'll, fair I'll I think Mason I would do what Mason did if I if I was the worst in my group of friends at surfing I would take the guy who doesn't know anything about surfing not give him the full information not tell him to get the right kind of shorts not tell him to get a wetsuit like all the and then and then because then he feels better about himself yeah yeah, exactly. He's, he's I'm, sp- I'm surprised he told you to bring a board. Honestly, <laughs> oh, you don't need one of them. No, no, that's all good. You don't need you don't need one of them. You, you um, just watch me for the first one. That's actually the most the best way to learn. <laughs> no, it was it was uh, it was really fun, and I would recommend surfing to anyone who doesn't live in a forsaken, horribly freezing cold, awful nation like I don't know Ireland. Yeah, where the, the where the freezing cold Atlantic waters smash you against some sharp cliff rocks and you yeah, die. The, the, Every time you the, bail, the cliffs of Moa, exactly. Yeah. So this is, this is the thing. I'm on these calm waves. There's very little chance of me getting injured. Well, apart from obviously the nips, mate. Holy the moly, nips. those poor. They didn't. They didn't. Dennis. They didn't deserve it. They've you got to be careful, man. I mean, if you did, such, if you didn't get that rash res, you would have gone out there again. I think and left two little Peter's pizza pepperoni slices on that surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Traniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.